Welcome to the Digital Lactation Podcast, a place for you to feel seen, heard, and empowered along your lock journey. I'm your host and digital lactician, Jocelyn Renee. Peace, family. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. So grateful for you being here. Tonight's episode is going to be juicy and also, I hope, a gentle reminder to anyone that is considering locks, that's thinking about starting over, um, that is really striving to understand. Maybe you are serving people that have locks. This episode is going to highlight the basics of them. But before we get into the episode, I would love if you could check in in the comments and let me know where you are uh, and how are you feeling tonight? Go ahead and let's do a scale. We haven't done a scale in a long time. Let's do a scale of like one to 10. How are you feeling? Um, 10 being like your best self. Um, one being, you know, it's been one of those days, but you're striving for it to be better on the other side. <laughs> other side being the next day. Okay, let's be clear here. So how are y'all feeling? Uh, check in. Thank you. That's what I received that. My glasses. Listen, y'all, these are some little $10 flame frames on, uh, what was it? Um, well, no pay promo. <laughs> but yeah, $10, okay? Very affordable. I received it. And of course, we have the adorned crowned crock hoodie. That's that crown element. I got my special one with my QR code on the arm, but yes, I received it. Zuni, thank you. We got Andrea here in OKC. We got North Carolina in the building. Oh, Carrie, you're not really filling the frames. I receive it. Okay. Yes, this is an eight. Andrea's kind of in the middle. We got Austin, Texas in the building. Chantel, thank you so much for joining. Listen, Zinni, today I feel like, you know, energy, my energy has been a little scattered. I'd say that's probably the best way that I can describe my energy as of late. It's been kind of all over the place. So I've been doing my personal best to just, let's just chill, striving not to do, but to really be, because I just feel like the pull to do all the things, it's just, Mm, it don't feel right. So I'm just, I'm, I'm allowing, I'm allowing some space to just be. Uh, Zebra is a six. Zebra here in Chicago. We got Detroit in the building, Miami, Toronto in the house. Welcome, Nikki. Ooh, Beverly said I just shampooed my hair and a retwist. What? I love that. And you're checking in from St. Louis. We got Kim and BA. Welcome, 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 Kim W. Katina's here. All right, the family's here. Cayman Islands in the building. All right, so y'all in the building. I am so grateful for y'all being here. Again, we're going to get back to the basics tonight in tonight's episode. Um, thank you for checking in. If you are just popping on, definitely let me know where you're checking in from and how you're feeling on a scale of one to ten. All right, like we've been, I've been kind of consistent the month of October. Okay, with our our agenda here. Uh, so let's go ahead and hop into the did you know, okay? This is going to be a little quick quiz, all right? Y'all ready for the quiz? Y'all ready in the comments? Let me get a zero if you're ready for the quiz. 
Let's see who's paying attention. All right, maybe if this is your first time, I don't know. Let's see how you do. But if you've been here all month or any of the past, because this is our 40th episode, y'all, 40 weeks, we are showing up on the podcast. All right. So tonight's quiz. Okay. I see all the zeros. We ready. All right. So the question is, how many stages are in the locking phase? Fix my camera. There we go. How many stages are there of locks? Is it A, three stages, B, four stages, or C, five stages? How many stages are there in the locking process? Hmm. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm seeing a lot of C's, so a lot of fives. I see a couple of B's, but mostly fives. And I will say, I wish I had a little sound effect. Ding, ding, ding. The C's have it. You are absolutely right. There are five stages in the locking process. I am so proud of y'all. I'm so proud. Okay. We need a name. We need a name for our community. What's the, what's our name? What's our community name? Because I'm our, our class. We're, we're, we're doing great. There are five stages in the locking process. Now bonus points who can name all the stages. Let's see, Let's see what the, what's the names of the stages. Um, I thought, I honestly thought this was going to trip most of, most of y'all up, but Y'all showed up and showed out. There are five stages in the locking process. So for those of you that may not know, of course, I feel like everyone knows this. The first stage is your starter stage, right? It's when you start your locks. Maybe you start them with coils. Maybe you start them with twists, braids, and whatever. However you start, that's the starter phase. And then what happens is you get to that baby stage. When they start to do a little something, you like, oh, 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 is, is my hair locking? It's, it's what, what, or or you're like, what's happening here? And then you you, you mature to that teenage phase. Then he sh shared, uh, you got the starter, the budding, the teenage stage, right? And the teenage stage, some people might call the awkward or the um, hmm, the ugly stage. I don't subscribe to that. Um, I heard it was the humbling stage. <laughs> I like that one. That's the humble stage. It's like, oh, you thought your hair was long? Mm -hmm. You thought your hair was going to lock? I don't know. You thought your hair was going to grow down? Not that joint. Shoot up. That that humble stage, that teenage stage, okay? That's that's that stage you got to get. You got to grow through. Yes, Deborah. And then you have your adult stage. That's when they're all mature. They're all sealed. And you're like, oh, I'm out here locking. They start growing down your back. And then you get to that elder stage. And that elder stage is a stage that I've, I know a lot of people, well, I thought a lot of people didn't consider, but y'all, y'all got it. All right. That elder stage, I know a lot of us um, that have been locking for, you know, a few years, like five plus years, you're experiencing that now because those elders, you know, kind of like when you get to old age, things start to break down a little bit. Things start to, them knees ain't kneeing like they used to. Okay. <laughs> The ends, they're not, they're not staying strong like they once upon a time were. 
those stages happen in locks as well. So there are five stages to the locking process. So happy that you all got that. All right. So now let's hop into today's topic. For those of you that knew that, got that, this, the, the basics of locks, I'm sure you, you already know this. You got this. This is more so for you to either get a refresher or to share with a friend. All right. Because I'm sure you already know it or you've already grown through it. But with locks or hair locking, I have been getting so many questions and noticing that there is a, what I want to say, like a disconnect in the dialogue. There is, people are saying one thing and not knowing that it's, it means something else in the lock world. So I just wanted to bring some clarity on today's episode um, for those of you that may be considering locks, wanting to know how you can communicate with your loctician, how you can search for what you're looking for and get the actual results to make sure that you know what it is you're striving to do. All right. Does that, does that sound good? Does that sound good, everyone? Yeah. Welcome, Donnell. So I got 12 words. Okay. 12 words that we're going to break down. Hopefully we're able to get through it on tonight's episode because, you know, we only got like 10 minutes, but I'm going to do my best. So those terms that I know will help you along this life journey, number one is density. We have texture. We got hair type. A lot of people confuse hair type and texture. We got to, we got to talk about that. Okay. So density, texture, hair type. Um, then I want to get into the starting methods, right? Because a lot of times when you're starting locks, you're looking for like, what's the best method to start? How, what's going to work better for me? And I want you to know what ways or what methods you have to start your locks and clarify them for different hair types. Okay. Um, and then we're going to get into that grooming stage. So talking about like retwisting, retightening, crochet grooming. And we want to tie this beautiful thing up with some semi-freeforming because that ends up being, that ends up messing up a lot of people on a lock journey. Uh, Danielle said, my locks are so frizzy, as they should be. Frizz is essential. It is necessary for the locking process. And honestly, I miss the frizz. I, I love that stage. Like Karen said, I love the budding. I loved the, the juicy, frizzy, like wild stage. Once they get mature, they just, they just locked. They just adults. How do you feel about adulting? Does adulting, is adulting what, what you imagine it to be as a child? You're just like, ooh, I just get to do whatever I want. going to have all this fun. I'm going to have all this. No, you got to pay all these bills. You got to manage all these responsibilities. What I would, what do I would give to go back to that good old, starter teenage phase in my hair and in life. Okay. <laughs> I know I can't be the only one. So when let, let's get into density. We think about density. Density is how many hairs you have that are like all together. So a lot of people talk about their hair is thinning. Oftentimes they just have low density. So you just don't have a lot of hairs altogether. They're more spread out. And that can be a result of stress, 
if it is low density, if you have a high density, that's oftentimes genetics, right? <laughs> so genetics can, you know, of course, make your hair more full. And if you're going through uh, pregnancy or taking some type of supplements, that can also increase the fullness of your hair. But fun fact, you are born with all of the hair follicles that you'll ever have. Like when you're born, if you have 200,000 hair follicles, those are all the hair follicles you'll ever have. Okay, you're not getting any more hair follicles. So the name of the game is keeping those hair follicles active. All right, and not allowing them to get clogged and scarred, which happens when you use a lot of products that are too thick, that are um, really heavy or viscous. They can clog your pores, clog your follicles. That's another reason why you should wash your hair regularly, okay? So density. Now texture, okay, because a lot of say, oh, I have a curly texture. Hmm. No, you have a curly hair type, all right? Uh, curly describes the type of curl that you have. You can have coily hair, you can have wavy hair, you can have straight hair. Describes how the curl is your hair in your hair. That's your hair type. But when we're talking about texture, okay, we're talking about if you took your your hair and you held, you held, probably over here, you can see I got all this frizz, or I have all this loose hair. You held that up, that strand of hair, and you compared it to like a string or thread. If it is finer than that or skinnier than that, you have a fine texture, like me. See how it kind of looks like little, little pieces of cotton? <laughs> but if it's thicker, you have thicker strands, you have a uh, more coarse texture, all right? And that's, those are the things that make up your locks. Like when you're thinking about how should I start my locks? What's the best method? You wanna think about those three things, your density, your texture, and your hair type, okay? Take all those into consideration, more so than how, <laughs> how, um, how do I want my hair? What do I want my size? So how many locks do I have? Should I have? A lot of people are like, what's the number of locks? You asking the wrong questions. Focus on your density, your texture, your hair type, okay? Then you're going to get into, my natural hair was always super coarse. I That was never my experience. My hair has always been so fine. So, so very fine. So Zenny, you having coarse hair, it gives you more options. Whereas fine hair, Low density, we're limited into the options we have. So those limitations happen when we get into the starter methods. Anybody know the starting methods that you can use for starting locks? How many would you say there are? Three different methods, four, five, two. How many different methods for starting locks do you know of? That should have been today's quiz because y'all nailed, y'all nailed <laughs> the stages of locks. But how many methods are there for starting them? I'll give you one. I started with two strand twists. I personally believe two strand twists is one of the better methods for starting locks. But 
I may be partial. Sharon says there are four. Sayon says maybe five. So there are, I would say, five standard methods for starting locks. And I say standard because, of course, you have extensions and, you know, other unique methods that people come up with, like back combing and things like that. But like standardized ways for starting locks, I would say there are five. So we have our coils, which is using a comb to coil the hair. And it also looks like locks when you when you start that way. But that is really good for like shorter lengths of hair. You also have twists, two strand twists, double strand twists, Nubian twists, uh, three strand twists, a twist is a twist is a twist, except when that twist is for locks, okay? Twists that you use for starting locks are not exactly the twist that you use to just twist your hair. Like you're going to do a twist out or something. That's probably not the twist you want to use for starting your locks. But twisting, like in general, is a method you can use for starting. So you have coils, you have twists. You also have instant locks. I put that in that, that category of standard locking because I feel like it is so prevalent. Like so many people are just like, you know what? I want to skip those first couple stages. I just want to go straight to that teenage phase. I don't want to deal with my hair going through the motions to get locked. So I just want to get the instant locks. So we have coils, we have twists, you got instant locks. Um, and of course we have interlocking. I love interlocking. That was my like first initiation into locks in the world of hair locking. So interlocking is an amazing method for starting locks when it is done properly, okay? When it is done properly. If you have not been trained on interlocking or you have not asked if that person has been trained on interlocking, I would not suggest you get interlocking, okay? Because that technique done wrong can cause a lot of problems a lot of problems with your locks, specifically when you start that way. If you start with interlocking and it's done wrong, it's like your locks, they get messed up, all right? So um, we have coils, we have twists, we have interlocking, um, we have instant locks. And then the fifth method I'll put on here, not a huge fan of it, but I know that there are people that do it um, and it can be done and that is starting locks with braids. That is rarely, that's like the, uh, we talked last week about micro locks and sister locks and all the different types of like smaller locks. There are some people that may decide to start their interlock journey with braids. And it's not the same as interlocking, but again, it could be done. So we got five. Um, and then again, extensions no judgment there. All right. So we have various extensions that can be used for starting your lock. Now, oh, thank you, Nikki. I appreciate that. Oh, and then uh, Nikki threw an extra one. She said freeform. So yeah, freeform is of course a method. Uh, it, it's not, I, almost, I wouldn't say it's a method. It is just a lifestyle. Like you just leaving your hair alone, leave your hair alone. Boop, and then of course our hair naturally wants to lock, right? So you just don't do anything. Yeah, it'll turn into some locks for sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. And then once your hair is set, you started them, you have your hair in a method that will 
progress it through down the line throughout the stages of the locking, then you, you got to groom it if you're not free-forming, right? Um, here, as we're talking about holistic hair locking as a digital loctician, I am talking to you from a place of cultivation. When you have free-form locks, you're not cultivating them. You're taking care of them, um, but you're not necessarily cultivating them because they're going to do their own thing. With cultivation, there is shaping, there is care, there is guidance, there is a certain frequency at which you are um, tending to your locks. And so when I'm talking about cultivating your locks or for the purposes of today's conversation, the basics, the three methods for grooming, retwisting, retightening, and crocheting. If you're going to retwist, you're going to be using your hands to do that. So some people will just palm roll. Some people will just locksmith. You've seen a locksmithing technique. Some people might just, you know, twirl it around the finger a little bit. But when you're retwisting, you're using your hands to do it. When you go to a loctician, okay, I don't want anybody here that can hear the sound of my voice. Please do not go to a loctician. Do not Google. Do not ask for a retwist and talk about using a tool. Okay? Because that is not a retwist. All right? That is not a retwist. Retwist is synonymous or similar to, can be interchanged with, some type of hand motion, palm rolling, locksmithing, finger wrapping, finger twirling, lock rubbing. Those are retwists. If you want a tool, you're choosing between interlocking and crochet. But even interlocking and crochet are not the same thing at all. The same tool should not be used for those methods. When you talk about a retie or retightening, you're more so talking about interlocking. Interlocking is using your hair to lock itself. So this, this end of this lock goes through this root and that grooms it, that controls it, that tightens it. You're using your lock to create its foundation. Okay, that is a retightening, that is a retwist. You could. Put it through with your light hands. And some people are, their hands are small enough to do that. But more often than not, it is using an interlocking tool. And I, as your digital loctician, would encourage you to not have that interlocking tool be a latch hook, okay? If you are going to a loctician, you're paying them hundreds of dollars, they should be investing in tools for interlocking. Not tools for crocheting, not tools for braiding. Should be using the tool of the trade that is designed for that technique, in my opinion. Okay. So if you see a latch hook being used, that is not what is recommended if they are trained in that technique. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna leave it, I'm gonna leave that there. Okay. Uh <laughs> Then you have crochet. Crochet 
uses a crochet hook and more specifically a micro crochet hook, a micro crochet hook to just tighten this root area. Remember we talked about the stages. Remember all y'all, I would say 90% of us, 90% of all of us got or understand that there are five stages of locking journey. We agreed there, right? Though that first stage, the starter baby stage, your hair is trying to intertwine and tangle. With the crochet method, instead of waiting, it, it you do that. You tangle it there at the root. So it skips it. It puts it at that teenage stage. So then it's like, okay, I don't need to tangle now. I just need to start locking. That is what that crochet method gives you. And there are the micro crochet hook. I would suggest if you're using this for your grooming, that it's a single hook. You know, you've seen this like one hook, two hooks, three hooks. I think I've seen one that got five hooks on it. That's not for your roots, okay? And the size matters, y'all. The size matters of those crochet hooks. So those are the questions you ask if you're going to somebody else to do your hair. What size crochet hook are you using to start it? What size crochet hook are you using to maintain it? All right. But hey, maybe you don't even want to deal with any of that. And you just want to semi-free form. The semi-free forming is a medium between that regular cultivation going consistently to get your hair, your roots retwisted, retightened, or crocheted instead of doing that regularly, but you're not completely just letting your hair do whatever it wants, free-forming, you're somewhere in the middle, right? That's that semi-free-form. However, and please hear me, y'all. Please, 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 please tell, I'm gonna tell you, tell yourself or tell a friend, please. Semi-free-forming is not for everyone. It's not, okay? There's a difference with free-forming, completely free-forming, and the locks kind of like form themselves versus you have set a found, you've set a parting or you've established a certain way you want your hair to be, and then you stop. Not everybody can do that, okay? Because, and this is a little bonus, I didn't even have this on the list, but it was a little bonus. Your hair can grow one of two ways. The hair at your roots can grow with your lock, or can kind of grow around it like a little bush. And if it grows around it and that hair does not connect to your lock and you wait six months before you bring it together, it's going to start thinning. Okay, because locking is a holistic process, meaning it requires the hair that's growing, the hair that's there, and the hair that's been grown at the ends. They all work together. But if, if the, the root hair, the new hair, is disconnected from the hair that's been growing, you start to get in some issues there, all right? And I don't want that for you. I want you to cultivate healthy locks, the healthiest set of locks possible. That's the goal, right? So with semi-free forming, it's not for everyone. I tell you, I not tell you specifically, but I advise that you wait till your hair has at least got to the teenage stage at, at the bare minimum. And once it's there, you start with a no retwist challenge, which is eight weeks. So for eight weeks, 
You don't retwist. Don't retighten. You don't crochet. Don't do it. And you notice how your roots respond. Does it, is it tender? Does it hurt? Does it stay connected? Is that you notice a big bush as you're washing your hair and the hair is not connecting and then the, is the root area starting to thin? That'll let you know either I can semi-free, I can go down this path of semi-free forming or I might got chill. I might got to do it on a regular basis, okay? And if you got to do it on a regular basis, it's okay. It's fine. Let's say, and this is probably one of the, one of the last things I'll say, because this is often what comes up when we're in this semi-free form conversation. It's just like, I'm semi-free forming or I'm not retwisting because I want my locks to get thicker. I want my locks to be um, larger or more full. So I'm not retwisting my hair. Locks do not equal neglect. So if you're trying to neglect your hair in hopes that it's going to get thicker, it's it's your hair tell your hair and your scalp telling you that's not for it. And I want you to know that your thickness, it goes back to that density we talked about, the texture and your hair type starts there, but you also have to consider what parting you use. If you have real small boxes, you got a lot of little boxes, so you got like a lot of locks, but at the same time, you want them thicker, but you have real fine hair, it's not gonna happen. No matter how many months you don't retwist it because you're limited by your texture. You're limited by your density. You're also limited because you made the base of your lock so small. So if you want thicker locks, you got to know you want thicker locks in the beginning and start your foundation that way. Okay. The thickness is at the, at the beginning. You know you want thick locks, you part it so you have thick locks. Then they mature thick. You don't start them small and then be like, oh, actually I want them thick. And then don't do nothing. And it's not going to make them thick. It's going to make them thin. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that makes sense. I hope this was helpful. Um, so what do you do when the hair grows around the lock? So if you have hair that grows around your lock, that is, it's a, it's a gentle reminder that you have to regularly maintain it. So you'll see, you may see, I haven't been out here on these like lock streets on like the, the pages and the forums and the TikToks and all that. I haven't been in there, but once upon a time when I was in there, there was a lot of conversation of like, only retwist every eight weeks. Y'all doing your hair too much. Stop touching your hair. Um, wait, I wait six months and look how thick my hair is. Y'all doing too much. Those conversations are not for people that have hair that grows away from their locks. Those types of conversations, that narrative, that, that recommendation is geared toward people that typically have coarse hair, typically have high density hair, or to put it plainly, their hair grows with their locks. It doesn't grow around it. So they could go months, they could go years, and all the hair that's at the root is going to stay with that one lock. 
they look like they, they could pull it back into a ponytail and look like they have all loose hair. But as they separate it, all the hair from this one goes with all that one. All the hair from this one stays with just that one. It's just like a big loose bush, but it still stays together. I wish I would try to go two, three months without resisting my hair. My little lock been done hang, hang, hung on the floor. All right. So you have to maintain your hair regularly. Okay. Usually going more than eight weeks can be too long. Some of us could stretch it to three months, but typically it's around the eight week mark. You just want to make sure all of that hair stays with the lock that it's around um, so that it doesn't start thinning. Okay. Uh, Nikki's question is retightening, interlocking. Yes, retie, retightening pertains to interlocking. Crochet, felting, those things um, deal with that crochet hook. All right. If this was helpful, if this helped bring some clarity, press a one in the comments and or just like the video. I'm going to go ahead and move into our last topic for tonight, which was announcing our giveaway winners from last week's giveaway. So last week, or yeah, last week, we launched our new moisturizing shampoo, Silky Clean. And the goal or what we did at the end of the episode was do a giveaway by um, having the family head over to our Crown Elements YouTube page on our community posts and just sharing a tip about the lock journey. And what I realized quickly as there were comments coming in is like, oh man, YouTube is not like Instagram. Like I can't just like message you directly. So <laughs> we're bringing it back tonight <laughs> for the giveaway. Go back to that the post because the winner, I need you to comment your email address so I can reach out to you, okay? Say winner. So the winners of the giveaway from last week for two bottles of our Silky Clean Moisturizing Shampoo by Crown Elements are, drum roll, because I don't have, I don't know their names. So we have Jordan55877 and BW1801. Congratulations. Head back over to that post on the Crown Elements YouTube community tab and comment your email address so I can reach out to you to send you your silky clean. All right. And if you yourself, that maybe you didn't win, there will be more giveaways joining us live for our podcast every Thursday at 8 p.m. And you can also head over to crownelements.com and treat yourself to holistic hair care that is created exclusively for the lock community. Okay. We have our lock care bundle that has all of our best selling products in it. And we also will be releasing some new bundles, bundle sets starting tomorrow. Um, one of which is our clean lock bundle, which includes both of our shampoos, the clarifier and our moisturizing shampoo all together um, in one beautiful set. Uh, 
So I'm glad that this was helpful. I truly appreciate you for tuning in to the basics of locks. Hopefully this brought you some clarity. And as always, I am wishing you peace, love, and goodbye.